What did y'all spill on the table? It's the shot. It's like it was filled to the brim because it's I... actually a shooter. So oh. um, don't worry. It's I'm, we're gonna save the bad one for paying customers only. What do you mean? We're gonna there's two well, shots there's, today. There's gonna be a, sh- a shot, you know, for this one, and then there'll be a shot for the next one, and the oh, next okay. one is gonna be really terrible. Oh shit! That's the one with the egg in it. Yeah. You know, it's funny when the I was talking to my mom last week and i was like oh what did you think about the um what did you think about the recording she was like it was so much fun i wish i got to take a second shot like why didn't you do a shot for the second episode and i was like i don't know we usually do so she was like i feel gypped i was like i'm sorry she could have been on the episode i know she i she didn't want to she didn't uh, i know want, she didn't want to but surprise shots surprise shots we don't know what they are because they're a surprise so this one is for Brittany. Okay. All right. So so to, to today blah, 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 we are doing shots for the Britneys. Um, this is for um, one of the Britneys who there this one is actually a request from a while back. Um, but I think I kept on either forgetting an agreement uh, an ingredient. Um, but I made sure I had it all for Brittany today. And this is Brittany with an E-Y, and we're going to do shop for Brittany with an A-N-Y, or Brittany, and Brittany with an A-N-Y next episode. So just so y'all don't get your Brittany's confused, this one is for Brittany and it's E-Y. It's Brittany, bitch. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. That was some whiskey, and um, hmm. it was pretty good. I don't know what else was in it, but it was good. That was called the Washington Apple Shot. Oh, was it Crown Royal Apple with cranberry juice? Yep, and it had. I did get some sour apple because all the recipes I had said that. Um, sour apple, crown, and whiskey, and cranberry juice. It also called for a dash of Sprite, but I did not have a big enough shot glass, so we just skipped that part. Mm, we could do that as a cocktail. That was yeah. good. So that was for Brittany. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Brittany. With an E or A? A. Can't remember. E. No, that one's with E. The E. Next episode will be the A. Well, let's have a let's welcome some <laughs> Patreon members before we get started. So we had two new members this week. We had a big week last week. Um, Chastity and Serena. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, Chastity, Serena. We do now have the lifetime membership available. Um, no. So <laughs> Yearly year membership. It's, I was just reading... <laughs> It says, okay, I'm reading, it says column lifetime, and that's why I said that. There's Um, a lifetime option? No, it's just saying, like, how much somebody has paid you on Patreon. I'm reading that. Sorry. I I would, I I feel like having a lifetime membership is dangerous because someone's membership could be, like, $8, and it's like, well, how much time before I die? Well, no, if it's, what? No, if they do a lifetime membership, and then we stop podcasting in two years, and then 10 years later, they're like, uh, hello? Refund. Where Where is the videos? Then we have to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I was like, are you sure you want to flip this button to year? That means we have to <laughs> keep it going. I didn't even know that was an option. All it's, right. it's relatively new on Patreon. So no, thanks I meant to... the option to not keep going. Oh, yeah. I think no, we're, we, we... Yeah, we got to now. We've sold our souls in exchange for the promise of, you know, wealth and shit. Well, how's that working for us? All right. Is anybody, All right. Everybody ready to get everybody ready to get started? We got a lovely episode today. We actually spun the wheel for this episode. So on our Discord page, 
We had a few members help me pick the story, and I basically put a number system. It was like 1 through 16, and the numbers were like unsolved, uh, brutal, female killers, male killers, serial killers, like all these different categories. And then we spun this wheel online, and it landed on brutal. So... This episode is brutal. from was well, brutal, but it's from Chris. All right, yeah, and Chris, Chris is the winner of uh, the Jesus versus Dahmer, correct? Y- yeah, yeah, we sent that out. So yes, we did. So Chris, please let us know who wins. Yeah, and as for the <laughs> Jesus or Dahmer, as for the contest tonight, for you guys listening, we are going to give away a signed and rule book. Are we doing the winner next episode? We're going to do the winner next episode. Okay. You don't have to be on the episode to win, but you do have to be a member. And the contest was sending your most embarrassing childhood photos. And I got some good ones. Did you like mine, Jen? I didn't see them. Where are they? Well, he used my embarrassing childhood photo as the post on Patreon to collect entries. I didn't see that because I didn't get a chance to send mine in because I didn't know where we were sending them. So well, if, I know we're gonna. Do you want to pull up mine because it was mm-hmm. just to tease it? If you are a supporter of us, if you are one of our supporters, talkmore.com slash join, you can participate in these weekly giveaways. And I have a new really cool thing to give away. Does anybody recognize this guy? So this is a signed book we're giving away. If you guys want this, if not, I can give away some other ones. But this is signed by the man himself, Johnny Cochran, before he died. Johnny Cochran. Oh, Johnny Cochran is dead, confirmed. Yeah, he's been dead for a he's long time. He's been dead for a long time. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is a signed copy of his book, Journey to Justice. But still, it's his signature. He put his hand on this book. I think there's some blood on there. OJ's blood. <laughs> He was framed. (laughs) If the glove does not fit, you must quit. So I got some really cool stuff, but you got to be a supporter. Talkmore.com slash join. Also, real quick, before we get started, I am sponsored by Jupiter CBD. I use it every day. Get Jupiter.com slash llama to get 10% off. And then you can get a 20% off on top of that when you auto ship it. So that is my plug. If you go to getjupiter.com slash llama, L-L-A-M-A, you can read my story and my pretty faces there. Also, uh, Johnny Llama on YouTube is my uh, channel on there. So anything you want to plug? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys got the picture that I sent, but I saw this water. I think we should reach out to them and see if they would. Oh, oh, liquid death. I've liquid seen, death. I've seen that at Whole Foods, actually. We don't Isn't even drink funny? water. <laughs> I do. But like John does not drink water. They have they have just water and they have sparkling water too. Oh, and it's um it's all about it having an environmentally friendly uh, instead of plastic instead of plastic. Yeah, and the 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 phrase is murder your thirst. I think I took a picture of the. the You did. Uh, You hey, let's why not? Let's reach out. We're up to two bottles a month of Jupiter CBD because of the dogs. The dogs, so. yeah. Anyway, let's get started. This episode is for Chris, and we are covering the monster of the Andes. Anybody know where the, the know where the Andes are? Switzerland, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Oh no, that's the Alps. <laughs> right outside of Africa. <laughs> Wait. Uh, uh, and all they, right. uh, it started with an A. <laughs> All right. I was like trying to stop you. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Sing. 
right, here we go. Where are they? Someone tell me. <laughs> well, South that's Africa. America. That's definitely Africa. So <laughs> it's just a little Africa. That's all. <laughs> Pangea. All right. So tonight we're actually going to March 1980. We're going to three countries tonight. We're going to this country, which is what? Ecuador. Ecuador. Okay. And guess what? What's the one right to it? To the right of it? Colombia? Not you, her. Oh, Colombia. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We are going to... Colombia. Ecuador. We're actually starting in Ecuador in Ambato. And this video, this little Google Earth, I kind of zoom in because, as I said, we're covering the monster of the Andes. So he's killed a ton of people in the Andy mountain region. So I was trying to find one of these little tribes, but there's these little tribes out there spread around Ecuador and Colombia and and uh, Peru, especially around the Andy mountain there. The Andes Mountains, and so that's what that's his killing ground. This whole thing I'm showing you right now on Google Earth is his killing ground. So, and I'll put all these photos on talkmore.com. So, for podcast listeners, you can go there and and see all the photos. I got some good ones. So the the theme is brutal, and I pulled all the brutalness I can find. I pulled all the information you're going to ever find on the story. I can promise you that. This is kind of. There's not much information because this story takes place over three countries, number one. And they don't really, a lot of these countries don't really care about, I guess we don't either, about the poor, impoverished people of the nation. And so there was, there's hardly any pictures. There's hardly any documents. And I mean, just if you just look at the prison, I'll show you the prison of where this guy was held. It doesn't look like what we have, the nice, you know, government establishment. Camp, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we are starting March 1980. We're starting in Ambato, Ecuador. Ecuador is notorious. And in fact, I think it is because of the 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 earthquakes. But so when I was researching this story, I went to 1980 and I looked for flash floods and, and what I found is a lot of earthquakes that happen in this area. So I don't know if the earthquakes kind of shift the plates or whatever and cause the flash floods or, or not. But Well, is it on a fault line? I, I don't know. I know there's a lot of earthquakes. Probably. But anyway, March 1980, a flash flood occurred in Ecuador, and it was terrible. A lot of people were displaced and a lot of crops and sustenance was ruined. And also there were four bodies that the water unearthed from this little uh, township in Ecuador. Now, we don't have a photo of the four bodies, but I do have some photos of the, the skulls and stuff like that. Four bodies unearthed by this flood. They were all female. They were all very young, 8 to 12 years of age. They were all from local villages, and they were all sadistically tortured. Hmm. Okay, so what do you guys think? This is one of the evidence photos here. If you want to describe what you're seeing, I'll put this on talkmore.com. That's two skulls among the brush. One front, like facing front and one facing back. Yeah, so the thing about this story is this person that we're talking about tonight, this monster of the Andes. So to get a name, to get a name like the monster of the Andes, how many people do you think he would have to kill? 37. 57? You see this photo right here. There's two skulls. This reminds me of La Bestia. La yeah. Bestia. Yeah, he's actually... Uh, Col- he was Colombian, right? Yeah. He's 
Well, this guy is also Colombian too. So that guy is Colombian and this guy is too. Is I want to change my answer to 128. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If it's the second, you, now you've got snuck in two there. So you That's can say fucked up. You this remember, is like original dude, gen you, locations. We, you remember we used to yell at you for that. Yeah. You also used to yell at me when I didn't give my answer and I said, I was going to say that even you say, no, you weren't, even though it was something I was going to say. Okay. How about this? Every time you make a mistake <laughs> or do something we don't like, you have to drink a beer from the, the, uh, the flask. The beaker. The beaker. <laughs> so you guys are going to buy me a 12 pack per week. Is that how it's going to work or? If you want. No, I'm just saying I do a lot of things you don't like. Latia says 128.5. So I do pee in that during the week. (laughs) (laughs) I can't confirm or deny whether he's joking. I'm pretty sure he uses that to water the money tree. (laughs) The only thing is like, that's something he would do because he doesn't want to get up to go to the bathroom. Which is is literally like out. He just has to walk like 20 feet in order to reach the bathroom. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah. I've never peed in that. My, uh, oh yeah, it would fit in there. I could fold it in half and it would still fit in that. Well, you don't necessarily have to put it in there. You can yeah, aim. you can aim. We don't uh, have that luxury. Yeah, no, that would that would unless be messy. we get wees. Yeah, messy, messy. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> she had drank so much of it. Honestly, let's move on. <laughs> I I did. I've never done that. Come on. But as soon as I reach for it, he's going to say he's kidding. No, I'm, and you're not going to know which kind here, of kidding. Here, I'll drink from it. No, yeah, but you've drink. But yeah. it would be your own you're pee. You're fine drinking your own pee. Yeah. You've probably done it. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> In the military. Exactly. Why had to? I don't understand. Because Bear Grylls does it. No. <laughs> yes, Did Bear Grylls talk about that in Nashville? No. He probably drank it right on the stage. He's notorious for that. But it, it was same, very cliche. But, like, what he does, talk, like, honestly. like Bear Grylls, his shows, they're not even actually like in the woods. Natasha literally just said, ha oh my God, what are you, Bear Grylls, John? <laughs> have, you, have you seen that video with man? Ver- so it's this collage of man versus wild and he's he's like crossing this stream and then one of these youtubers went to that exact same because like he's crossing the stream and you look out and it's like vast nothingness one of these youtubers went to the exact same stream crossed it but the camera is facing the other way and there's like a walmart fucking like movie theater man and the man versus wild was is actually all right the little woods off of the highway yeah, I mean, shit, dude. You know, the show never said that he was going to... I mean, the dude is British SAS. He's a badass no matter what. Is he British? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, you may get you an herb beer? No. I'll drink that one. I no. do need an herb no, beer. No, you know what? I'm just going to do it. because. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to follow John's random rules also. <laughs> we all follow John's random rules. That's how we keep this thing going. Yeah, that's it's- true. We just obey. <laughs> that's how we're still at the bottom. <laughs> All right, let's let's freaking go, man. Okay. March 1980, flash flood, Ecuador, four female bodies unearthed, all female between the ages of 8 and 12, all sadistically tortured. Fun fact, how do you tell if it's a male or female? By the, the size penis? of the skull? By the hips. Oh, the skulls. 
by the by hips. The... Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because y'all if got them wide birthing hips. hips. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's not a skull, if it's like if it's op- open versus like it's literally like a different. So y'all are made for birthing, and then y'all all complain that it hurts when you're giving birth. I- I'm not complaining because I don't have kids and having kids. So that shit don't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to supply oh, okay. us with one of those machines that men can feel what birthing feels like? Yeah, oh my god! No shit. That's just so that's ridiculous. just the contractions. That's so dumb. Why don't you try to? to, to have you ever passed a kidney stone? No. Well, take that. It's not the same. Your vaginas is larger. That hole is like this big compared to a penis hole. What do you which is, think? What? The hole of a vagina is huge no. compared to a penis hole. No. no. What do you mean no? I mean, yes, it's larger you, than a penis hole, but you're like going like this. It's not that big. We're talking centimeters. I'm all right. Where's my measuring stick? <laughs> yes, a a child's head that's like this big has to come out of a hole that's naturally like this big. So they started a manhunt initially off the bat, but who the fuck are they looking for? They don't know. They're looking for a man, obviously, because a woman wouldn't do this. Well. And it that manhunt lasted literally as soon as it started. They didn't know who they were looking for at all. There's no evidence besides the the skulls that came out the ground. How long had they been there for? Do you <clears> think they didn't even know? I mean, they they don't have the technology that we got to determine that stuff. I mean, they were more recent than the other bodies that are going to be found. I will tell you that. But days after the flood, around the same sort of area. A a Carlina Ramon Provetta was with her daughter. Now, this woman is a vendor at the local market. This is her right here and her daughter. She is a vendor at the local market. And this man enters the same man we're talking about tonight, the monster of the Andes, although no one knows this at the time. But he poses as a peddler. He's selling. He's posing as a peddler, selling chains, padlocks, jewelry. And he's not really concentrating on selling that stuff because he doesn't really care about it. He's just he's just given the appearance of that. So he can what, look for his victims. Yeah. What he's really trying to do is seduce this 11 year old child oh, no. who you see in the photo right here. This is Maria, the 11 year old child in this photo. That's what he's really trying to do. And he does get caught and he does provide an interview so we can see his entire M.O. here in a little bit. But Maria tells her mother that, you you know, some something's weird with this guy or whatever. The mother doesn't really do anything, just kind of keeps his eye on her. And then she sees later in the day her daughter walking with this man out of the market. She saw Maria walking out of the marketplace, holding the hand of a tall stranger. She followed them to the end of the market area. Afraid to leave the security of her friends, she began shouting and accusing Lopez of stealing her daughter. Okay, so who we're talking about tonight is Pedro Lopez. And in fact, on the Discord... I asked everyone if they wanted to vote for Pedro, huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I have your tot? <laughs> you bring me my chapstick? <laughs> Tina, you fat lard, come get your ham. <laughs> I don't get that fucking movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't either, don't. but it's quotable. Yeah. Have you seen the one where he's like an ice skater? <laughs> oh, yeah. Blades of Glory. Yeah. Okay, so fun fact. Um... During the school year, we had staff Winter Olympics 
And one of the events was like ice skating. So you had to do like a routine. So one of my friends and I did a doubles routine and it was fantastic. We had the, one of the dance teachers coordinate it and we wore two twos. It was fantastic. We won gold. But nice. But my friend, who's the librarian, um, it was her and the one of the baseball coaches made a like a one of those movie poster like face and hole type oh, thing yeah. of of me and my. Don't think of I saw you perk up when I said face and hole, not that <laughs> hole, not that hole. <laughs> the butthole then, or what? <laughs> But <laughs> literally, his attention span went from. He did the same thing when you mentioned sharing a bed with another girl. Yeah, he girl. did because whenever I talk, he turns his ears off. So whenever, so he does it they, to me too. Yeah, it's just a female thing. But yep. they, but it was the blades of like they put our faces on the blades of glory nice. because we did like the. Nice. Uh, well, they say a man thinks about sex every what eight seconds. That's fucking bullshit. Because I think about it like every two seconds. <laughs> Wow. I think about it never. (laughs) All right. So. Yeah, it's just an afterthought. This mother watches her child walking out of the marketplace. She freaking flips her shit. She runs over there and everyone in the marketplace, all the buyers, customers, vendors, they all stop what they're doing. They run over there and I can pretty much guarantee that they are not nice to this guy. They most likely put them on the ground and beat the titties out of them. Did they have like torches and pitchforks? <laughs> this is the guy right here. This is Pedro. Oh. He's got that distant look like in the emo bands you listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Evil. Yeah, that does look like a band cover. He's a pretty good looking guy. What do you think? Maybe this one? <laughs> look at that That's like a Tinder. <laughs> These are like Tinder photos for the 80s. Look, he's got the watch. He's like, look at my watch. <laughs> if it ain't no Roly, yet I want it. Do you think that guy could could convince a, I mean, he can convince a 10 year old to go home with him or to walk away with him. Do you think he looks good for a Colombian? I mean, he's, I mean, I don't know if you can say that. The only Colombian I know besides my Spanish teacher is, well, when I had a Spanish teacher is the, the girl from Modern Family. Yeah, because my my Spanish teacher was from the same village or whatever. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I think it's more just like he's he's an older gentleman. And so how like I feel like he would have no problem picking up women his age. But I think getting luring a child is different altogether. Yeah. And so I think it doesn't really have much to do with how you look as much as just how you're trying to make them feel like comfortable and like you're luring them maybe with something. Mm. Yeah. Andy money. So Clothes, as, whatever. As you'll see, it's usually money or some sort of trinkets. Anyway, they arrest this guy and they arrest him still looking for the guy who killed these four girls. And there's this guy in the market who just lured away a 10 year old. That fits the bill per- perfect, perfectly. Yeah. That fits the bill perfectly. Anyway, he denies it. He calls the mother a, quote, dirty Indian. That's what, I don't know why they use the term Indians over there, but I've seen that a lot in this case. The That is kind of a derogatory. It's, in, it's like the indigenous. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's more of a derogatory term from this story, at least, because 
these people. And the reason he's killed so many is because they are not of high worth to society, right? They're impoverished, stuff like that. Anyway, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do shit. It's not me. And they didn't have him for anything except trying to lure this girl away. And even then he was saying, she's lying. The mother's lying. But how was he luring them? I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So they can't get anything out of them. The officers come up with this grand idea. The only person Pedro Lopez hasn't seen yet is the captain. And this captain's name was Gordova Gudino. So he's like, you know what? Let's try something. And this was the first time in this little village's history. (laughs) I mean, literally. They were like, let's try something. Why don't you dress up as a priest? This is the guy, the captain. He's grabbing his balls. What the fuck? No, it's <laughs> just not grabbing over. his hand. <laughs> it's like over his. Even this is like a tender fucking profile. <laughs> He's giving, this is their gang sign, by the way. Is it? <laughs> the five clans. <laughs> Oh, the, speaking of the five clans, do you know that Mike Myers has a new series on Netflix called The Pentaveret? I, I just made, what's five clans? Is that a thing? No, but Pentaveret means five. Pen, penta. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy goes in, the officer goes in there dressed as a priest and says, and he pretends to be this father. So he's trying, it's like a false confession. It's a, yeah, yeah, a exactly. A real confession, but he thinks he's confessing his sins to the priest instead of confessing what he did to there the There you cops. go. So now this fake father sits with this man for an, an entire month. Now he goes in and out, obviously, but for an entire month, first it started with, him admitting to rape because he didn't think this is going to be used against him. He's telling a father. He first admitted to being a rapist. And then over the entire month, this man, Pedro Lopez, confessed to the murders of over 300 little girls. He said, I've killed 110 girls in Ecuador. I've killed 100 in Peru. I've also killed more than 100 in Colombia. But is he is he bragging and and, and inflating that number? Uh, no, he is not. Oh, okay. Well, you wouldn't want like God to know. I mean, God's going to know regardless. I mean, if in Catholic faith, he's going to know. But like, if you're telling the priest, like, I don't know, you, you wouldn't tell a priest that you did more than what you did. I would lie or, to a priest. But just- if he, but if he was like maybe psychologically just wanting someone to know, I don't know. I could, I could see maybe a real sociopath. Yeah, but wouldn't. No. Why wouldn't these countries know that over a hundred children have gone missing? It's got to be fake. He says to the fake father, quote, I am an orphan. I need help. My mother deserted me. God has deserted me. I sleep each night in this closed room. I cannot see a star above me. I am going to die here. Well, maybe the kids that were missing were orphans. So just, you- to, just to clarify. So I, I, I think I confused this part earlier. So the person that was impersonating a priest was the police officer. Right. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. you. I thought you were saying Pedro was impersonating the priest to lure children. No. I thought that's. I thought that's what you said at first. Sorry. So I didn't. Is that legal? I think to you have rape to get, and murder three hundred no, children. No, no, no. To to like impersonate a priest. a priest to get a confession like that. It's, that's pretty. It, this is. It's like going Ecuador, undercover. Okay. I mean, it's like, sneaky. It's like the episode of Reno nine one one when they pose as a. <laughs> <laughs> The prostitutes yeah. getting takeout. Um, I love that show. I I love. I used to have a crush on that uh, the blonde. Hmm. What's her name? 
Anyway. Take your own grave. Um, I just like I feel like that's a really interesting tactic and very clever to get a confession out of somebody. I did pull a lot of this information from a Ryan Green book. However, I did also pull the same information from newspapers, but I did want to read this one quote from the Ryan Green book. It's called Colombian Killers. And it says, quote, his pride was sickening, and yet the police had little choice but to follow him around and encourage him to take them to the next site because he's going to go to site to site. They desperately needed the information that only Lopez himself could give them. So they continued to supply him with cigarettes and alcohol. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. We may never know how exactly how many young girls Lopez killed. His estimate of 300 may be very low. In the beginning, he cooperated and took us each day to three or four hidden bodies. Then he tired, changed his mind, and stopped helping. When he finally opens up, he says, okay, and he opens up and he says his whole life story. Because as you'll see, this guy really wants the the attention. In fact, in, in a quote that you're going to read earlier, he says about the prison conditions, I'm not getting the exercise, sunlight, or fresh air needed. I cannot see this. I cannot see the sky. This is wrong for I am the man of the century. I will be famous in history. I just don't understand how someone has time to kill that many people. It's a full time job at that point. It's Uh, you got to make time, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. His life story, which he confesses to the media because I found papers in America covering this story at the time when he was locked up, which means it has a lot of push, a lot of clout to it, because this is a small little village in Ecuador. But anyone saying that they've killed 300 and now they're taking and showing body by body by body, that really is newsworthy. So he says, here's my life story. I was born to a prostitute in Tolima, Colombia. I was the seventh of 13 children. I grew up very poor. My mother was a prostitute and I watched her get raped and be abused and have sex with hundreds of men. At eight years old, I raped my own sister and I was kicked out of the home. I was banished. My mother banished me for life. He says that he goes back home. This is in 1957. He goes back home. The mother refuses to let him back inside. The neighbors actually bring him in and take him to the mother's house. The mother's like, okay, here, come on in. The next day, the mother and Pedro get on a bus. They drive 105 kilometers away, which is about 85 miles. And she drops him off at the city border with no food, no shelter, nothing. You're banished. Don't ever come back here. And now he's eight years old, homeless at eight. Okay. An old man finds this boy and says, why are you out on the streets? You know, do you need food? Do you need a shelter? What, like, let me take care of you. So his luck was finally turning around. This man takes him to an abandoned shelter and violently rapes him, then leaves him there to die. An eight-year-old boy. From now on, Pedro Lopez will never willingly sleep indoors again. Hmm. Being in jails, obviously, you know, he can't help it. Right. He will never sleep indoors again if he can help it. 
quote, I slept on the steps of the marketplaces and plazas. I looked up and knew that if I could see a star, I was under the protection of God. He also says, quote, I lost my innocence at age eight, so I decided to do the same to as many young girls as I could. Oh, God. Now he doesn't trust humans, especially adults. He was scavenging for food out of dumpsters and just scraps. He's eight eight years old in dumpster diving until he was 10. He traveled all the way to Bogota, which was quite a far travel for someone, an eight-year-old with no transportation. And he did actually get really lucky this time. He was adopted, so to speak, or taken home by an American family who was spending time in Bogota for an extended stay. And they did love him as an elderly couple. They loved him and took care of him. They fed him and they put him in school until he was 12 years old. In middle school, when he was 12 years old, his teacher, which was a, quote, middle-aged woman teacher started to started to molest him and rape him after class. So he basically snapped again and says, I can't even trust anyone, any adults, including my own parents, the foster parents who took me in. He flees back to the streets in 1963 because of that teacher. The next six years, he is begging for money and he's committing crimes. He becomes a car thief. And was actually doing pretty well, being paid pretty good. As or, a car thief? As mean? a car thief, yeah. Seems lucrative from, you know, Grand Theft Auto. Asanas. Yeah, I couldn't really make it work for me. But <laughs> <laughs> At 18, he was arrested for GTA 5. <laughs> At 18, he's arrested for Grand Theft Auto. He, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. At 18, he's arrested for... Grand Theft Auto, seven years sentence in jail. Okay. The first two days, on the second day, he's in jail serving a seven-year sentence. He is violently gang-raped by four older inmates. So he's 18 at this point. He is violently raped. And then he did something fucking mad respect. He killed him. Two weeks go by and... It took two weeks to manufacture a knife, but Alonzo, according to his confessions to Ecuadorian police, enticed the rapists one at a time into the dark cell and murdered three of them one bloody afternoon. Okay, hold on a second. He hunts down every one of the inmates that raped him. Four don't blame him for that. Yeah, huh? don't. I said I don't blame him for that. He takes this shank. He lures them into the cell. Hey, do you want to come be my boyfriend type of thing or whatever? Lured them in there, shank them all, vital organs, every one of them, three of them. They're all, he stacked them up in the cell. I mean, he... He hit the vital organs immediately, jugular, wrist, like stacks them up. Then the fourth inmate that raped him walks in and sees this fucking horror and looks at this guy. He's all crazy with a fucking shank. And this guy books it through the jail. And Pedro Lopez, the 18 year old with his shank, is running full speed after this guy. And he's going to fucking kill him. The fourth man stumbled across the bodies in the cell and ran screaming through the prison. He's running through the prison in front of all the inmates, like in the chow hall, trips the guy up and just goes straight for the jugular. Fucking mad respect, dude. 
I mean, right that there, component of dead, the story. Dead in front of fucking hundreds of inmates. No one fucked with them again. In fact, the because most prison inmates would get additional years for for murder, right? I mean, this is murder, premeditated yeah. murder. Yeah. I mean, he spent two weeks sharpening the shank. They respected him so much that they all they did was tack on another two year extension to his sentence. So it went from seven to nine. 1978, he's released from prison. I mean, it's interesting. Like, had they had he been charged for four murders for that, he probably wouldn't have been released and done all those terrible things. I mean, like, while justified what he did, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's also a prison documentary on uh, one of those streaming things. It talks about the Colombian prisons. They're apparently like the worst prisons to go to. Mm. Like just brutal. A lot of the gangs that like from the Medellin gangs and stuff are in that prison. Just supposed to be really, I don't know. Anyway. It gets a one star on TripAdvisor. Nine years. A five left. star on Prison Advisor. A prison Advisor. 1978. In 1978, he's walking free. He did his sentence. The first murder, and he was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a nomad, and I'm just going to go around these different countries, and I'm just going to kill and rape and strangle these little girls. And that was his mission. He said it was his mission in life from God. So. That's so sad, and it's I, I think it's terrible, but also he didn't really have good models as a child. Like He didn't know that that's not what happens to kids. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that he's absolved of what he did at all. I think it's absolutely horrendous. But also, like, he was raped by his teacher. He was raped by his mom's patrons. Like, he's, you know, he didn't know. Maybe he didn't know that's not what you do with children. Since he was raped himself. Yeah. Or it sounds like he just wanted revenge. Yeah. Like a a twisted form of revenge to, like, do to others what what happened to him. Yeah. That's probably more accurate. Well, here's a little going into his psychology. He So he killed over 300. And he could tell you where every... Every one of those bodies were buried and exactly what he did to them. Just think about that for a second. He would probably be a good waiter. Remember, everyone's orders. Yeah. All right. The first victim he killed was on the border of Embato, a newspaper seller buried under a bridge, complete skeleton, tortured. They could tell by the bones. Her name was Hortensia Garces Lozada. This is one of the victims. I don't know if this is the first, but this is kind of what they look like. Very young. Mm. She's actually in... uh, It's her first communion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can tell. I mean, that's from the newspaper, but she's got her hands like in a prayer or something. Whatever. She, She was lured away with $10. So he would... Use trinkets or dollars or something to to lure these kids away from their mothers. And then he would bring them. A lot of the graves are mass graves because he would use the same one. He would just dump. So he would go to village to village to village throughout three different countries. Kill, rape, or rape first. Strangle very violently, which I'm going to show you here in a second. And then dump in this shallow looking grave or under a bridge and he would throw three or four under there at the time. One of the other ones and Evanova Jacome, she, she was actually one of the ones that got him caught initially because she was a daughter of a successful baker. 
There were news coverages and flyers throughout Ecuador. Her body was mutilated and raped and found on an abandoned farm. Here's another photo here of, and there's not many photos, but this is kind of the crime scene, I guess. You see kind of where he was, just kind of tossed. The MO is strangulation. At least three. Now, so all most of these are skeletons. Yep. The ones that still have flesh on them, the flesh isn't always there because the the Animals. wildlife yeah. carries it off. But there were a lot of victims found that still had their, like for instance, their eyeballs or whatever. At least three were found quote with their eyes out of their sockets. Oh. Due to the force of strangulation, oh, end I quote. Don't like that. He was choking them. Oh. Mm-mm. It's like a pug, you know, like a dog pug. Yeah, you know, they no, were. No, it reminds me of those like toys. Yeah, the squeeze toys. toys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They say that, that pugs are not like a regular dog anymore. What do you mean? They've been overbred. <laughs> or are they now a cat? <laughs> no, I can't think of the term. I would have to look it up. I saw an article. Like they're about too it. like inbred? Well, let's fucking they're kill them all. Wait, that's fucked up. That's oh, terrible. <laughs> says the biggest dog lover in the world. All right. He would squeeze the neck so hard that the eyeballs would pop out of the sockets. Yeah, it's like one of those little toys. Yeah. They would pop out. That is a lot of force. I don't like that at all. A newspaper woman who interviewed him, which you're going to see a photo of her in a second. In fact, I'll show you the photo now. This is her that interviewed him. This is what she said about about how he would strangle, uh, strangle the victims. If you see here... This inter- this woman bravely chose to interview Pedro. This is how we got the only one interview that we have of him. She bravely chose to do that because he said when he was locked up, he hasn't seen a woman in so long. He just wants to touch a woman. So he would only confess and, and tell his life story to her, to a woman like this. And you see the cop in the background. Apparently, this guy has his hand on the trigger. Yeah, I bet. Because they were real worried that he would freaking try to choke her. But he's got his... Damn, he's got huge fingers. Yeah, his hands are big. Holy shit. Great guitar Good player. Good lord. Yeah, good bass player. <laughs> you know what they say about guys with big hands? They can... I don't know. They have big gloves. Oh. He was brooding and silent. But when I suggested I wanted to be his friend, Alonzo, a surprisingly tall man in this land of short people, leapt to his feet and enthusiastically shook hands. A terrible pain began. The pressure grew stronger. I tried not to scream out. Alonzo suddenly let go with a smile. Police said many of the victims had been strangled with great force. With great force. So I, I, I need to point out his full name is Pedro Alonso Lopez. That's why they said Alonso. Police said many of the victims had been strangled with great force. Obviously, the eyeballs popped out of the socket. I mean, you saw his freaking fingers. Go to talkmore.com. I'll put this photo on there. I didn't notice this before, but them are some fucking bass playing fingers right there. He needs to be in a freaking band. Yeah. I mean, I would kill for them fingers, man. Yeah. You know, I get God has not. He's blessed me with little things. (laughs) Sometimes those are the best things. You know, everything on me is little. I'm just kidding. So he said he would travel and murder. He started in Colombia. He would murder women. Well, when he got out the first time, he said young girls, police initially would think they were runaways or perhaps there was like a sex prostitution ring being worked in the area. 
Hundreds of women were killed by this one man, girls, all victims between the ages of eight and 12, young, young children. It's like eating chicken. Why eat old chicken when you can have young chicken? That's what he said. That's a quote from him. I should... <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. I mean, we've well, never had young chicken. I don't know. <laughs> it really well, does. I, it reminds I, me of Jen's question the other day. Yeah, of I eat eggs all eat. the time. <laughs> Do I don't we know what eat roosters or hens? Mostly well, it's kind of it's kind of like venison and deer, I guess. A lot of people or like, like lamb and older lambs, sheep, lamb and sheep. Yeah. Yes. Or right, what's that bird that is like a delicacy that you have to cover your face when you eat it? Oh, it's um, not a. I know what you're talking yeah, about, but pretty I, cool. No, I what like I don't I don't I mean I don't get that. Why would you have to cover your face? Because because it's like you're eating a helpless little animal, and it's just... we do that all the time though. Anything that any meat that we eat, they were helpless animals. Thanks, Jen. Right. You know what I was thinking Guess about? I'll have a salad for dinner. <laughs> you know, what I was thinking about how they're having the alien trials, UFO trials. What? No, I don't know. What is that? I can't go into detail about it because I, I don't have a full detail right well, now. Well, tell me. I, I'm interested. They're having trials about the UFOs. They're trying. They're like declassifying a whole bunch of stuff. There's trials about it going on right now. Trials? Yeah. I, Wait, somebody's court. getting sued? I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't give you the details because I don't know all of them. But I will say that like... We're we're probably we're probably aliens. Speak for yourself, motherfucker. I'm an American. Yeah, but like, have you ever thought about that? Like, I know evolution, but but like, we, you know, like, what if we're the original aliens? Maybe that's why it's so. I don't know. Well, a lot of people think that that we came from an asteroid. That's called the panspermia model. Seriously, that our bacteria was transported here from an like some sort of asteroid. Uh huh. Because the 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 theory about us being born. I mean, besides obviously Adam and Eve, but. It, is we were we were one cell organisms in this like bubbling soup of you know shit yeah. and a lot of people just don't believe it they well, think that we were just transplanted here from an asteroid bacteria or i mean there are ancient alien theorists that believe that we were aliens and conquered this planet and that's why we have like stonehenge and shit like that because i mean a lot of those structures we can't even duplicate today right, right like the pyramids and stuff yeah you can't cut even today them pyramids and if they did it without the tools and equipment that we have today then i mean how do they do it what if we were just an experiment from our the other aliens that's like let's see how our kind does here let's put them there and we'll wipe their memory well the you heard it here first folks <laughs> i mean i need to drink more dude i, I for that conversation <laughs> I mean, I, dude, I honestly oh. think it's a simulation, man. I'm telling you, dude, the way that... Anyway, fuck it. Hang if on, this on. is a simulation, whoever is playing my sim needs to help me out because I... <laughs> I am so lonely. You need the code Rosebud. That Rosebud. Rosebud, Rosebud, Rosebud. <laughs> the, what's the money? The other one, the money one. Rosebud's the money no, one. No, no, no. There's another one. Uh, I don't know. I need that one. And I also need for them to like not make my sim so lonely. Aww. <laughs> what are you going to depress it? I'm just kidding. Dude, if it is, we're doing a good job because like if you're trying... Let's say somebody's playing Sims and we're all Sims. Yeah. At least we're keeping it interesting for him. If we're just all like uninteresting, he's like, fuck, I'll play a different game. Pull the plug. But maybe he, maybe our Sim player is making it interesting because he's getting bored. So he's like, what else could I fuck up for them? Yeah. Let's add this. 
like, R- like RFID monkey chip. Like, like <laughs> monkey pox. Yeah, like COVID nineteen isn't enough. Let's add monkey pox and fucking hornet murder hornets. Murder hornets. <laughs> I'm serious. They found a case of monkey pox in Massachusetts. They're finding it now. They're like they're like pussy welts on your and they can be deadly. No thanks. Have no. you seen p- pictures? Look no. it up. I don't want to. All right, it's gross. So this is the only interview we have from this guy, and obviously it's in translated to English, but this is his exact quote about his MO. I would walk among the markets looking for a girl with a certain look on her face, a look of innocence and beauty. She would be working with her mother. I would follow them sometimes two or three days and wait for a moment when the mother left her alone. I would approach the girl, give her a small mirror and tell her I had a present for her. I had a present for her mother, too, and that we would go to a store and pick it up as a surprise for her. I would take the girl by the hand out of the market to the outskirts of town, find a deserted place where we could not be seen. There I would treat her well, kindly and gently. I would hold her in my arms all night long, and she would sleep relaxed and protected. I would be like a father to her. Lopez said he never killed at night because, quote, I had to watch them die by daylight. Lopez said, quote, I would hold her in my arms all night and she would sleep relaxed and protected. I would like I would be like a father or I would like wait what I would be like a father to her. He would then kill them only in the daytime because, quote, I had to watch them die by daylight. So obviously you saw the guy earlier and this is his Tinder profile right here. I mean, these girls are going home with him willingly. Well, they're they're girls, not women. And they're, he's luring them by saying he's getting giving gifts, getting a gift for their mother. Jen, he would only kill them at, in the morning time because he wants to see them die by daylight. Oh. All right. I like the girls in Ecuador. They are gentle. They are more gentle and trusting and more innocent. They are not suspicious of strangers as Colombian girls. But I am not sorry for what I did. How can anyone judge me? I came from poverty that others can't explain. So when he was 27 years old, he was traveling through Peru and he ended up in a tribe in northern Peru, the Ayachucos. And there he tried to abduct a nine-year-old girl. Mm. He was caught by the tribe. They stripped him naked, tortured him, and buried him alive. However, there was an American missionary there at the time, and she said, Come on, guys. Why don't you let the justice system do its thing? Fucking American, right? Anyway, she said that this guy should be punished by the proper authorities, which, you know, they they said, okay, unbury him. He gets in the back of her truck and delivered to the Peruvian police. One thing about the MO, about how he thinks of sex, quote, the arrival of life is divine. It comes through an act of sex. And so if an innocent person dies in the act of sex, It is also divine. That person will find heaven without suffering in the world. The Peruvian police didn't care about it because they were just, he was just killing Indians from what, you know, and it was just a waste of their time. Oh, 
I don't like that either. He was uh, he was eventually caught in Ecuador. That would be the last time he was caught. And why do you think he liked killing in Ecuador more than any other con- any of the other two countries? Well, were the the people that killed his mother Ecuadorian? Killed his mother. His mother's not dead. Oh, so all right. Anyway. I thought you said that his mother was well. Killed. He was tortured and raped when he was eight. Okay, were those people Ecuadorian? Actually, let me back up. Let me back up. I'm actually going back to the remember the flash flood in Ambato, Ecuador when we started the story? Uh-huh. Let's go back there. Okay. After that, the flood came up and then he's back in prison. So this episode, you know, has basically been him reciting his life. But he's still in prison. He's in prison in Ecuador okay. reciting his life. Yada, 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 uh-huh. yada. Where he was caught after the flood. So now we're back in March 1980. Okay. Got it. Okay. So he's in Ecuador. And he's charged with 57 counts of murder because he showed 53 grave sites and the four bodies that were uncovered. He fully confessed he was charged with 110 murders. Now, it's very important that he fully confessed because if you confess completely to everything, then you can't get charged later. It's like double jeopardy. Right. So if I go and if I rob a bank here in Charleston and I do seven years, if I get out, I can rob the same bank because they can't try me. <laughs> False. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. False. So he confessed to everything for the double jeopardy reasons. Okay, so anyway, he's charged 57 counts of murder. He fully confessed, and he's, they actually put him in a, a women's prison because in a women's prison... He, quote, he is in the women's section, but there is no problem for women prisoners because he is only interested in children, which is pretty smart. Oh. No? Mm-hmm. There's no room in the men's prison? No, no, you, you can't put a pedophile child rapist and killer with a bunch of dudes. Because he'll get killed. Yeah. Well, oh, well, okay. Isolated in the women's section of the prison in Ambato, 160 kilometers south of Quito, Ecuador, Pedro Alonso Lopez waits in fear. He believes he will be castrated or burned alive by guards or inmates for his historic crimes. Lopez is considered the worst mass murderer in history. Police say he raped and strangled more than 300 young girls in Ecuador, Colombia, and Peru. Hands on pistols, nervous guards watched a steel door to cell number 14 was unlocked in the Ambato jail high in the Andes Mountains. Quote, I am badly treated here, he began. Guards look at me through the bars. Sometimes they show me a knife and say they will come in at night and mutilate my body. I'm not getting exercise, sunlight, or fresh air. I cannot see the sky. This is wrong, for I am the man of the century. I will be famous in history. So just because you're famous, like, you think that you deserve special treatment? Although I guess access to air and water and food is not necessarily special treatment, but... He says that, quote, someday when I am released, I will be, I will feel that moment again. I will be happy to kill again. It is my mission. Mm, No. They'd be fucking stupid to release this guy. Right. Yeah. Did they release him? The thing about Ecuador is no matter how many people you murder, the maximum is 16 years and you is no consecutive what? sentencing. So you murder one person or you murder 300, you get 16 years. And since he confessed to all the murders, he only got 16 years. 
in prison. Uh, Ecuador doesn't allow consecutive sentencing, why? meaning that they can't be stacked. 16 years <sighs> and over 300 victims equates to about 17 days in jail per murder. Wow. <laughs> Uh, this this is worse than Canada. Yeah. August 31st, 1994, he is let out to release free man. His behavior was actually so good that his sentence was reduced to 14 years instead of 16. Oh, boy. However, the Colombian police were not having it. They were like, fucking Ecuador. An hour after he was released, he was arrested in Ecuador with the help of the Colombian police, because he was an illegal immigrant without proper documents. Remember, he's a Colombian citizen. Mm. He was extradited via the Rumchaka Bridge. They tried him for a murder of the 10-year-old in the Tolima town, the girl Flore Sanchez. She was 10 years old. Does Colombia have better murder laws? They do, yeah. Oh, good. They do. Is so, it 18 years instead of 16? Huh? Yeah. Does he yeah, get more time at do, least? Well, so he went to all the graves and, and it's actually interesting. I've never seen this, but they actually dressed him as a police officer. So that he wouldn't get he attacked. wouldn't get attacked as he was showing all these graves. But anyway. In 1995, so one year later, he was found mentally incompetent via insanity. He was sentenced to the psych wing of Bogota prison. And three years later, in 1998, he was released. And now he is... He has never been seen again. He He did go back to his mother. His mother was Belinda. As soon as he showed up, he stole all of the things in her house and sold them, left her with nothing, and he has never been seen again. Good. <laughs> Great. I mean, yeah. Good outcome. Good outcome, guys. Good outcome? He's no, re- I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> you know he's done this. He's probably over 500, 600 now. Oh, Shit. my God. <laughs> yeah, because that was in 1998. Probably been five or 600 since he got released. Uh, so. Oh, terrible. man. That's terrible. Terrible. Wow. That's the man of the hour. Wow. <laughs> What the F? That is really <laughs> infuriating. Like, what a annoying end to the fucking story. Yeah. Like, at least, <laughs> I mean, in some cases, like, you know, you know it's unsolved or somebody is in prison and yeah. they're staying there or they were killed or whatever. Yeah. He literally pretty much like he, he was did tried his time. in his crimes. He did his time, did his, man. Did his time. 17 days per murder. And then <laughs> done. He That's was cool. re- he. His sentence was reduced two years because of good behavior for killing 300 people. Like, just because there were no children in the jail is oh, basically shit. why. Well, right. that was completely unsatisfying. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just Would you saying. want him to burn at the stake? Um, uh, maybe yeah. he's maybe he got killed. I don't fucking know. When was he born? What year? 1957, I think. I mean, he's probably he still could alive. Still be or 1950 yeah, or something. So like. he could be still alive kicking it and murdering children. All right. So that is that story. Pedro Lopez, thank you so much for Chris for recommending that story. Thank you for all the uh, tacos or supporters that helped us pick that story. We are going to move forward and do another episode. It is going to be for our taco supporters. And it is, I don't want to say it, but you guys are going to end up saying it. We're talking about, it's two little cases, but I don't. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Say it. Keep it a surprise for me and Jen. 
Stop. Yeah, don't don't do it. Darwin Awards. <laughs> We're talking about YouTubers that have died because they've made super stupid decisions to get famous on YouTube. And we're talking about two of them, and I can—I mean, Darwin Awards is the best thing I can think of. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, anyway, very interesting, very freaking ridiculous. But we are doing that story right now. So if you want to support us, and if you want to win this annual signed book, send in your childhood photo in the next five minutes to my to my email which is on the patreon post and we're going to be going over that too and see who wins i got some really interesting ones but that's all i have for this my name is john i'm sitting here with jen and nicole this is a talk murder me podcast go to uh, talkmurder.com slash join to support us and if you're a supremo stay tuned oh and the, and the next episode is for supremos and then it'll be available for the the second tier yes so be sure yeah. to make sure you're clicking on the patreon link for those of you who are supremos to catch it live and yes we are going to do the surprise shot request that contains an egg fucking shit really yeah. we can do it all right, all right. pussyfoot it. give us give us about 15 minutes we'll be back on we'll post the the private link for you guys and But that's it. Until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people.